Are we recording? Yes, because you're getting emotional, and I love it. <laughs> Why are you so emotional, Jake? Because I, I just, my brain. I know. It's literally like, so, you know how the sun has high hydrostatic equilibrium? Okay. Where at the big at the center of it is nuclear fission mm-hmm. where it creates where um hydrogen becomes helium mm-hmm. and the gravity of the sun uh collapsing on itself pulling itself together but then also the nuclear fission expanding expanding yeah. keeps the sun spherical mm-hmm. right keeps it from com- completely collapsing in on itself my brain feels like a sun out of equilibrium, yeah. hydrostatic equilibrium, yeah. and is now collapsing on itself because mm-hmm. it cannot fathom. You're a dying star, dude. It cannot fathom the absolute disgusting <laughs> turn of events. Well, revelation. Yeah. Not a turn of events. Revelation okay. that the current ownership group and their lapdog general manager joe cronin of the portland trailblazers are literally just scum dude they are all <laughs> scum okay damian lillard mm-hmm. how long how many years has he been in portland i don't know like 11 i don't really don't know how long it's been well he's played for nine years this will be his 10th season nine ten okay so don't look at me like has I'm completely n- off has <laughs> never once mm-hmm. been an embarrassment to the city that's it's not true what when his homies jumped that dude in downtown Portland, and he was right there, the guy asked for a picture, and they all beat the shit out of him. You have to send me an article on that. I don't remember. Oh that. yeah, oh yeah. But go ahead. His homies beat a shit beat the shit out. He of He was dude? right there. They asked him for a picture, and he said no. And then his cr- crew beat the shit out of the guy. I'm sure there had to have been more to it than regardless. That. You think that's excusable? No, because that'll get to my story later today. <laughs> If you're gonna defend some shit like that, go I'm, ahead. I'm not defending it. I'll need, but I need more context than that. I just gave you the context. <laughs> okay. I need to read the full story because, yeah, if 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 it is base, if it's that cut and dry that you yeah. say, absolutely inexcusable. Yeah. But he has never been an embarrassment to the team. Mm-hmm. Look, he's not cheating on his wife and having sex with a porn star, and <laughs> having all of that get leaked on the Twitter. <laughs> Is I married? I don't know. Uh, he's engaged. Okay, okay. And him and his, him and his, uh, the mother of his child or mother, mother child. unborn child, unborn child. They just had literally the day that the Zion is a was the first overall pick a few years ago. Yeah. Was supposed to be this generational talent. Yeah. Can't miss prospect. All he's done is be fat and not be yeah. able to play. He doesn't do anything. He um, does dunks at practice. <laughs> he's just always hurt. Right. Um. And uh, what happened the other day? So while they were him and his uh, fiance and mother of his unborn child were having a gender reveal party, which. Yeah. The mistress porn star that he was shagging (laughs) on the side tweeted out all of their conversations. Did you read any of them? Uh, yeah, they were pretty bad. Yeah, they're pretty. He's like, he's desperate. Please don't, don't do this to me. Please yeah, don't. Yeah. It's like you dummy, bro. Dummy, <laughs> dummy. Anyway, so nothing like that on Damien's record. Nothing. He has been uber loyal. Yeah. To this franchise. Yeah, to a fault. Clearly. To a f- yeah, to a fault. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's getting paid, but 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's made just an Ridiculous insane amount of money. money. Yeah. He just signed like a 200 something million dollar extension. Yeah. Um, so, but he has never once played with an all star after LaMarcus Aldridge mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. And they drafted LaMarcus Aldridge way before Damian Lillard. Right. So it's not like they ever, they never put someone around they put Damian Lillard around LaMarcus Aldridge right they never put anybody around Damian Lillard so maybe that's the team's f up right there is not building around LaMarcus and not making LaMarcus feel like the man they tried I mean 2014 was the best team that both sure LaMarcus and Damian ever played on. but everybody loved Damian Damian tried to go to LaMarcus and be like, this is your team. Yeah. No, I know. The The league, wa- the team wanted LaMarcus to be more of a face of the franchise, but right. LaMarcus never wanted to be in the media. Yeah. He never wanted any of that, but then got got upset yeah. that Damian Lillard surpassed him. It's like, well, dude, they gave you the opportunity. He's taking the advantages that you didn't want. And, they, and he tried to defer to you. Yeah. Damian Lillard tried to defer to LaMarcus Aldridge. Right. Damian Lillard flew to LaMarcus before he made the decision to opt out and yeah. go to San Antonio to try to convince L.A. to stay. Yeah. I'm just saying, Damian Lillard has done everything he could for this franchise. Mm-hmm. He has become the franchise's all-time leading player. He's built himself a Hall of Fame career playing in a Blazer jersey. Everybody else has left Portland. He stayed and has stayed loyal. Okay. You know, if Cronin had come out after the end of last season yeah. and was like, we're looking at timelines, mm-hmm. looking at what is potentially available that we could make a move for, mm-hmm. I don't see a way in which we can build a contender around Damian Lillard within the time frame that we have with, with, his, Damian, with Lillard. Damian Lillard. Yeah. So we're going to do what's best for both the franchise and Damian Lillard and try to mutually find the best path forward for mm-hmm. him. Instead, all Gro Cronin did was talk Damian Lillard. We're gonna we're going to sacrifice future assets, future players, and have to live with what they will become on other teams mm-hmm. because we are pushing our chips to the center and trying to win with Damian Lillard by getting longer, by getting more athletic, and by getting more veteran pieces mm-hmm. around Damian Lillard. What did they do today? They drafted a 6'2 point guard. Who can't shoot. Who <laughs> plays the exact same position as Damian Lillard. Yeah. his re- Basically, you just drafted Damian Lillard's replacement. The exact opposite of everything that you said you were going to do. Yeah. How is that not just scummy? I thought Simons was his replacement. No, they've been trying to put Simons as a shooting guard. <laughs> oh, yeah. And playing... Your franchise point guard, who is the best statistical pick-and-roll point guard, off-ball. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Well, that's Chauncey. That's Chauncey. Chauncey's well, a moron. Yeah, well, which franchise is continuing to, conti- to keeping him as a as a coach yeah, when exactly. literally Nick Nurse... Yep. Uh, just I can't even... Th- the amount of coaching talent that was out there. Ime Udoka. I know I'm missing two or three other mm-hmm, good ones. Mm-hmm. Uh Budenholzer. Monty Williams. Monty Williams. Yep. All those guys are available, but no, we're going to stick with Chauncey Billups, the guy that you and I both watched Oh yeah, have coaches huddles during timeouts in the middle of games instead of talking with his players. Mm-hmm. 
every single timeout. I don't understand it. And body, the most interesting. I'm Jeff, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, Jeff. And welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. Uh, so the the one thing during that game that we watched that really stood out to me the most, Jacob. That's Thank your you. Name, <laughs> uh, was that watching him disengage during offense and re-engage physically during defense. Mm-hmm. I know I'm pivoting here to shit on Billups because that's I hate him. I hate him so bad. Um but inept at his job. Offense um defense, he's got his hands on his knees. He's barking orders to the guys on defense. But yet his defense still sucks. It's terrible. It's the third worst defense in the league last year. But it was he's the worst the season before that. But he's a defensive-minded coach. So then he's hands on his knees, yelling, barking, hey, yeah, 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 cover, cover, coaching, right? Then as soon as the ball gets turned over, goes to offense or inbounds and then goes to the other team, arms are crossed, he's standing at the half-court line, and he's not saying a single word. Mm-hmm. It was It was automatic every single play. He That was what it looked like. Arms crossed on offense, not saying a word, arms loose engaged on defense that's dog shit Mm -hmm. that's dog shit you are not coaching at all i don't care i can't stand him he's gotta go but that gets me to the point that i was just thinking about regardless of if dame stays say we bring all the pieces say we get everyone we would ever want say we get bridges and bam out of biome fantasy say we get both but that would be amazing say we get both those guys but Chauncey Billups is our coach. I think they could overcome Chauncey Billups. Oh, fuck. And to what? A championship? Because absolutely not. Absolutely not. There's no way. Well, okay. Well, f- fine. Counterpoint. Yeah. He's going to be the coach to develop Scoot Henderson and no, Shaden Chart. I don't give a shit what the situation is. He's the worst option. But I'm just saying, like, I know we don't feel good about the potential of hosing Damian Lillard. But I also don't like the situation where we have every talent we could ever dream of and still just not making it over that. We're not beating Denver. We're not beating Denver. Denver's losing Bruce Brown and probably KCP. KCP, eh, I think he's replaceable. If you can get a guy who can hit shots in the corner, that's KCP. Uh, Defensively, he added a little more. That's a super fair point. Um, KCP's actually a very underrated defender. That's what I said. Defensive-wise, he does bring that. But Brown, he was kind of a fluke and came out of nowhere and had one game where he popped off in the fourth quarter that saved their ass. I feel like that could happen almost any team, any player, any season. Well, I think there's a lot of players like him out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Josh Hart fits that mold. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. But Brown, I don't know, dude. Bruce Brown had a really, really good season and a half in Brooklyn. Yeah. Before he got traded to um, Denver, Denver because mm-hmm. he, a lot of times Bruce Brown, because either Irving or uh, mm. Simmons or Harden were Sitting on the always bench. down, yeah. or KD was down. Bruce Brown was like the mm. dude. I didn't watch like, any of them he, or know I, any of that, but that makes sense. Yeah, Bruce Brown was actually very good in uh, in Brooklyn, but they mm-hmm. had to let him go because they couldn't afford to pay him. Right. Um, and Portland apparently was between, like, him um, was, like, trying to sign, was actually apparently trying to sign him as a free agent, mm-hmm. uh, but they chose to go with, um, they chose to, they chose picking up Josh Hart's option 
mm. instead of trying to sign Bruce Brown. That's good. Which they ended up trading Josh Hart <laughs> at the deadline for the number twenty three pick, uh-huh. which which resulted in getting a first round pick, right? Which now is going to be the twenty third of which twenty third overall. Yeah, um, it wasn't even guaranteed at that time; it mm. was lottery protected. So Portland had to sit there and hope that the Knicks made the playoffs. Mm. They did, and they won right. a playoff series. So Portland got the pick, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I just I I have seen ineptitude you're so tainted by your your sports i i have i became first and foremost i became a baltimore orioles fan when i was like in the second grade because i played baseball i loved cal ripken jr i played third base uh cal ripken jr is like the one of the best third basemen shortstops of all time the iron man award he the most consecutive games like on a team what's that you played like on a team yeah oh okay Mm -hmm. i didn't know that I mean, I didn't play for very long. I was just in elementary school. But oh, like, why don't you continue? I broke my leg, and then oh, you did tell me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I just got out of the rhythm of mm. it all. Um, plus, I don't really think I was ever that good, or I don't know. But I love baseball. Yeah. Anyway, uh, started with the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, then I became a, a New York Jets fan shortly after that, and then uh, the Blazers shortly after that, um, because of the. Um, uh, the Blazers, because they the Western Conference Finals, the year they lost to Kobe, yeah, yeah, the year they lost to Kobe in the fourth quarter. Well, why not the Sonics? Well, because I've never had that was going to be my point. I've never had an affinity for Seattle. Oh, I think okay. growing up in the shadow of Portland, even though I'm from we're from Washingtonian yeah. through and through, I have never Seattle has always felt like a com- like a completely different state to me. Mm. Culturally, Seattle, I just feel so different from. Isn't it pretty similar to Portland? I don't. I think Seattle and Portland have very distinct cultures. I think so. And I, but growing up in the suburbs of Vancouver, yeah. I've never really gotten the the large city. I've never been felt a part of either Portland or or Seattle. Or Seattle. Okay. But because Portland geographically, literally, I could just it's a fifteen minute drive to the Rose Garden, yeah. and I'm watching the team, mm. and so they felt like the hometown team. To gotcha. Me. So that was the the Blazers are the only team that I've ever had like a actual hometown mm. affinity for. Yeah, because I've only yeah. uh, Baltimore and New York. I only New see when they only come New York. They New Jersey, can, New York, New Jersey. I can only see uh, <laughs> it. It's St. Helens, not uh, it's New Jersey. <laughs> it's uh, Mount Hood, not Y East. Yeah. The uh, um. So I've always had this like super, like, like I know how people get when it was with their Seahawks, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's their home team, right? And I've never college college sports. I never mm. followed until I got to college, yeah. And then I was like, oh, I actually have like a An team investment. I can root, like, right. a team I can root for, right? And I really still only care about their football team. Oh, okay, that's good to know. But because uh, every all the other sports suck ass, basketball. They're not good basketball. They're not teams. terrible. I don't. Co- I don't like college basketball. Oh, okay. Um, I'm only thinking because I want to go out there with you and watch a game. So I would love to we'll go watch a football. football. I yeah. love to watch football. We'll game. do football. I mean, I would go to the campus to watch a game. Yeah, like a basketball. Campus game. is beautiful. It's freaking rad. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, we gotta go. Anyway, uh, so hometown so team. It's just hometown team. It's the closest thing I've had to like a, an actual like a f- like participating. Yeah, you're in, there. In, you're it's in just, the building. You're... It's been like I've got a special attachment to the Blazers that I don't have with any with the other two teams. Mm-hmm. So, and I've lived through ineptitude on all three at 
just seemingly the highest level at all three <laughs> stages. And I want to break down why I think Portland has now hurt me the worst. Oh, God. <laughs> Jake, I feel New, so bad. New York, the okay. New York Jets, the ownership group uh, owned by Woody Woody Johnson, yeah. the, uh, the CEO of Johnson and Johnson mm-hmm. baby powder and all of the other things mm-hmm. that come with it. Mm-hmm. The discount, uh, the discount COVID vaccine. All right, of that. right. Uh, has has n- has never had has never had an issue of spending money. Right. If anything, it's almost to his detriment. Mm-hmm. He's always felt like I can fix this by spending Throwing more money, money. At it, yeah. and he always like go. We're going to go out and make a big splash in free agency. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring in the talent. But they ha- like they pay the wrong people. They come in like they suck, oh. and it's just like it's up and down. It's like right, yeah. they one year they'll pay all of this money to all these free agents to come over, and one year they hit it right. They made it to the AFC title game. Mm. Every other time they've tried it, mm. so it's just like oh, we spent all this money. Now we got to cut everybody because our books look terrible and our team's terrible. Right. Or everybody got old mm-hmm. and they're really expensive, so we got to tear it back down and build it back up. Ugh. Finally, they have. He's gotten people mm-hmm. in there who are like, you spend money smart, you build through the draft. After years and years and years and years and years of rebuilding and rebuilding How and rebuilding. How long has he owned them? 2002. Oh, wow. Okay. He's had them for a long years. time. Yeah. Wow. And they've not been particularly successful mm-hmm. with him. But now we have Aaron Rodgers, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. We're on the, we're on the, we're actually, winning it all I, this year. I feel like we are at, like finally mm-hmm. the New York Jets, but I've never felt, okay. Anyway, my point being <laughs> is that <Sorry. laughs> they have never, I've never felt like the ownership wasn't trying to win with the Jets, with the Jets, okay. with the Baltimore Orioles. I can't say that. I think that they are a completely cheap franchise, mm-hmm. but they have told you they are a completely cheap franchise. Mm-hmm. Since the beginning, they don't deny it. They don't hide it. No, they own it exactly. Mm-hmm. The both the the Portland Trailblazers mm-hmm. try to convince you that we are for building. We are for we are going to honor our the commitment to our to our players. Mm-hmm. We are we care about the fans. We care all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going to invest in the team, and then never do. Never. do. Do they never make a swing to actually be mm. competitive? Okay, okay. You, Neil O'Shea had. I was going to ask about Neil. <laughs> Neil O'Shea had eight years mm-hmm. and never once was able to bring in an all-star player to play mm-hmm. alongside Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. Eight years, mm-hmm. he couldn't do it. Why? Why couldn't they do it? Why couldn't Joe Cronin do it? What are some big all-star free agents that you can remember coming to Portland? There's never been one. Well, okay, Scottie Pippen, Brian Grant, like back in the the day. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. So is it the people or is it? Look, no, Neil O'Shea always said it's the small market. Right. Small market teams all over the league have Mm -hmm. made – Big moves. I mean, the Warriors literally became a dynasty, and they were not. No, the Warriors, us growing up, Warriors were trash. And Warriors had the same, except for the 2000s with the Blazers doing something. Mm-hmm. But the last time they had won a championship was in the 70s as well. Yeah. And they were playing in Oakland in a yeah. dump of an arena. Yeah. The LA Clippers, same thing. Dude, they were shit. Yeah. 
growing up. Yeah. And how much have they brought in? But how LA's many? not a small market. Clippers team might be a quote small market. LA is not a small market. If we're looking at no, markets but, but and brand, availability, but branding. The Clippers have always been the little uh, brother. Sure, 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 sure. Right. So, what is the biggest knock? What is a what does a large market give you as a player? Opportunity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're you're a Clipper. Yeah. You're not a Laker. Who is going to want to put you on a billboard as a Clipper? Yeah, but instead, it of- wasn't until Balmer bought them that they he actually invested in the team. Sure. To actually make it a brand. Yes. Oh, that's a good point. But it, as a player in the Clippers during that bum age, it, 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 maybe you're not getting Nike commercials. Maybe you're getting like Crocs commercials. You're still getting paid. I would <laughs> I would argue that for much of the 2000s yeah. and before like the Lob City era mm-hmm. with Chris Paul and DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin, yeah. they brought JJ in JJ Redick. Redick. They brought in Jamal Crawford. Yeah. Before that, I would say that Portland had probably more uh, endorsement deals than mm, the Cl- mm. than a Clippers player did more because of Adidas. Value, Ad- yeah. Adidas being in your backyard, mm-hmm. Nike, Nike being in your backyard. Yeah. Um, I mean Washington D.C. is one of the biggest markets ever, and they can't. I mean, and they can't get anybody. That's true. But Milwaukee just traded for. Um, Milwaukee just I mean Milwaukee traded for Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm, continue mm-hmm. to get people to resign. Freaking they, Milwaukee! You're going to tell me that <laughs> Milwaukee, Wisconsin? Yeah. Freaking uh, Minnesota is able to swing a trade for um, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, yeah, yeah. That's trade though. Anyways, how did they? Yeah, hurt but you? I'm saying, but Portland couldn't even trade for one. Yeah. Let alone sign one. Yeah. I mean, forget about signing. They couldn't. Okay. They. Apparently, could not put enough assets together to go get a disgruntled all-star that has moved. Dude, all-stars are moving all the time. The NBA is a player movement league. Yeah. That's why free agency is always such a big thing. That's why Adrian Wojnowski, (laughs) whatever the fuck you say his name, Sham Sharani, all of these guys have made an entire career off of breaking NBA nudes because before the NFL and before MLB, Mm. NBA was a player's league Mm -hmm. with player movement that drove excitement. Right. I mean, it really does. During the trade deadline, during the offseason, it's the only time where I put Wojnowski's Twitter on notifications to s- push exactly, through exactly. to me. Because players are always available and they're always moving. Yes. And Portland, not once in the Damian Lillard era, in the 10 years that Damian, they had Damian Lillard, couldn't swing a trade for an all-star? Mm-hmm. So is that why they Poverty-ass franchise. Is that how they hurt you? But Joe Cronin, yes, because Joe Cronin lied, dude. Uh-huh. He just he sat there with his with his. Oh, I just got done. Like he he just showed up in his introductory press conference with his wrinkled shirt, and everybody's like, "Oh, he's so endearing," because he just is his everyday. <laughs> he's his everyday man. But turns out he's just a fucking scumbag. Is how who do you hate more, him or Neil? Oh, I hate him. <laughs> at least I hate Joe Cronin. Okay. Because at least Neil. Yeah. At least Neil knew he was a used car salesman. Yeah, I don't know enough about Joe to make these judgments. <laughs> oh, I can tell you. I think that it, he flat lied to every single person, including Damian Lillard. I kind of always felt like he was full of shit. You defend. I have the receipts. I'm, you talked about how no. great of an of a GM. No, he no, was. no, no, no. I did not say how great of a GM he was. If anything, did something happen? No. Okay. Oh, uh, Scoot was grittying. 
the Blazers' new uh, player did a post-draft gritty. I need to. Uh, I need to take. So all we of, trade him to Memphis. I need to take all of. Yeah, for for Desmond Bain or I don't give like a Jared shit Jackson. Who. If he's grittying, he that's the team he needs to be on. Yeah, because they're the ones that made that pot that popular. I don't know. Right? They're always fucking dancing. I fucking. Hate we don't dance team. in Portland, so stop team. it right now. Also, not defending him or hyping him. Maybe defending, but not like hyping him up. Just trying to counter your. Oh, I had this guy pegged from the beginning. Your end of the world apocalypse. CJ and I both had this guy pegged from the beginning. And I'm always very much the guy. Well, let's just. I don't know what on earth in this in this in this poverty ass franchise's history makes you think (laughs) that they are anything other than a bunch of used car salesmen, but with different. With either a shiny shoots or a or a wrinkled, or a shirt. wrinkled fucking uh, <laughs> uh, plaid shirt, fuck yeah. that guy, man. All right, all right. And fuck Jody Allen. Sell the team already, you old hag. Yeah. I'm taking all of the. I'm taking everything Blazers off of my, off of a, I off a of Bleacher Report, off of Time Instagram, out. Facebook, all that. Fucking gone. If Dame stays, you're out. Yes. Wow. Wow. I, I'm i out unless they trade Scoot Henderson. Okay, that was not my threshold. My threshold is if Dame's gone, I'm gone. They're not winning around Dame with Scoot Henderson. I don't think so either, but if Dame's gone, I'm gone. I'm I not am not loi- going to show up and give this franchise money. I'm not saying I'm going to do that either. I'll watch on illegal streams. <laughs> But I'm not watching that trash product. Are you kidding me? What are they going to win? I don't you're just, care. You're just going to bang your head against the wall? No, I don't care that much. Especially if I expect nothing. I, then I'm not wasting my time with that shit. Well, that's a good thing. I'm also a Suns fan. <laughs> See, I can't. That team's I get, actually doing I shit. I get too emotionally invested in my teams, man. I could never get myself to root for another team. Yeah. I, I just can't. So I, it's just like I mean, it's either I'm done with basketball or I remain a maintain a Blazer fan. You're probably gonna maintain a Blazer fan. I'm calling it right now. No. I'm calling I'm done, it. dude. I'm calling I'm it. done. I'm calling I it. am done. So thank you guys for letting me <laughs> decompress. Are I you dri- decompressed? The entire drive here from work, yeah. I have been in an absolute rage. I know. That's why I sent you did I miss something? <laughs> Uh, so one, I got a lot to talk about. Um, I do on my end, but I don't want to hog the show, if you will. No, um, I have just taken up the first. I don't even know how many minutes. Twenty six. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you go. I I just wanted to point out, and I mentioned to you this to the uh at, at work, but last episode was a little polarizing as far as our analysis of balding men polarizing what was polarizing about i mean didn't you get poo-pooed for having that take i mean (laughs) i I was told that you know i probably did not give enough i did not make it clear enough that men and women have not suffered at the same level of you said that. You said that. How much more do you need to say that? To, I don't know. To, to, Apparently to, more. To, Apparently more. Yeah, don't read that text. Don't read that text. Don't read that text. Uh, <laughs> it's from Matt Reeves. Oh, you got it too. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said that. <laughs> um, You're right. We should still try to trade him. Yeah, yeah. But he's good, dude. Um. Anyway, so I had heard from other... Uh, 
vaginid creatures saying that, uh, no, they agree with you and that, that you shouldn't, regardless of who's been through what, don't poo-poo them or make them feel bad for A, wanting to wear hats or B, going bald. So I just want to tell you, you've got a whole squad behind you, dude, rooting for you. Uh, Saturday, yeah. how, was first, how was your first Father's Day? Subdued. What does that mean? Didn't do anything. Do you chill? Just went Did you relax? Just went to my parents. Um, Did you have a good day? Yeah, I, uh, Orioles were on um, mm-hmm. were on Peacock streaming, mm-hmm. so I got to actually watch them on a non-illegal stream. Uh, my sister does. So oh, okay. I yeah, on yeah, it. yeah, nice, nice. Um, the uh, I went to my parents for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't cook this time. Good. Uh, my dad burnt the sausage a little bit, but you know what? We're not we're not keeping uh, we're, we're not, not keeping score. But that's called karma, chameleon. Good song by the Culture yeah, Club, by yeah. the way. Um, Do you boy really George. Want to boy George. Yeah. Um, so you had some burnt sausage, burnt and then sa- what? But my mom made excellent French toast. Good job. It was a good Monica. time. It was a good time. How about how about yours? How was uh, how was the first Father's Day with the foster child duos and, and uh, having the other one? Uh, Logan broke his leg on Saturday. Yes. So that's about how it was. Yeah, you texted me that that happened. We were getting ready to leave to go visit Jen's dad on Saturday, and we're all loading up in the car, and I just hear this blood-curdling dog scream. Oof, I can't even imagine. Jen's like, go, go! And I'm like, "Eh, all right. (laughs) Like, he's dramatic. Logan is dramatic. So I walk in, and he's just laying there, and he's like, he hasn't stopped, like, screaming, and he's holding his paw up, and I'm like, "It's, it's broken. I haven't even touched him. I know it's broken. He's laying at the, the foot of the couch. So I pick him up, and his one hand is, like, real stiff, and then the other one's just, like, moving in a direction dead, it shouldn't be. Dead fish. And I'm like, oh, no. Now, getting a palm, doing the research about palms years ago, I had read that they do have frail, small bones, and they do break a lot. Um don't have them jump off the bed or the couches as often. Try to to minimize that activity. Well, he's a puppy. There's mm-hmm. only so much I can do, especially when I'm not in the house. And I don't want to crate him or anything like that. Yeah, like, I mean, this is their house too. Yeah, I mean that's hard. You've got you've got kids running around, yeah. and yeah. it's just it's it's not possible. Yeah. So I checked my camera because we have cameras inside and outside. Of of course, it didn't get it. <laughs> He's on the arm of the couch, and then he's down at the bottom on the ground hurting. What I think happened was is they, he was on the arm of the couch trying to look at the window to see us leave, separation anxiety, and then Harrison, the old man, kind of bumped him off to also look out the window. I don't think it was intentional, but he was trying to get up there also to look out the window, knocked him down from the arm to the ground, snapped both bones in his arm. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Oh, we had to call Jen's dad and say, hey, we're not coming over. Uh, Cheyenne was going to go stay the night with Deanne. So then I drove her to Deanne's. Me and my foster son um, hung out there for a little bit with them. And like we looked at the horses and stuff. And then we went for a drive. And then Jen was there for three hours in the ER and um, the pet ER. And it's a miserable time, dude. And it's the same place where we went when Dexter was put down and mm. during all Dexter's visits. So it's just like, I hate all that shit. But they were like, yeah, so um, his arms are both broken, which this emergency vet bill 
was real rad. And then they're like, on top of all this, it's going to be like seven to $9,000 to surgically fix his arm. And this at any point where you're like master and commander of this and just, Oh, have you seen that movie? No. Oh, they, they amputate a guy's arm. Oh, cause it was, no, broke, I think because, because of their joints and everything, mm-hmm. because I know I, I did my research. I know how it might affect him and long-term he'd be more achy and sore and in pain. And I don't want him to do that. Well, it's good because that's, you know how I feel about, Losing limbs. Well, yeah, yeah. You'd be like, oh, my God, your dog's a freak. <laughs> every every single point of the path during this mm-hmm. decision-making, I had said, at all costs. I don't care. Wow. That's my boy. Yeah. I'm going to take care of my boy. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. Yeah. I know. I know you are. Mm-hmm. And my counterpart was like, mm, I, don't, I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> You can tell whose whose dog is whose. Yeah. Oh yeah. If it was Dexter, and there's no monetary mm-hmm. amount that could be uh, put on this dog's life. Um, instead, we we're just like, uh, I'm emotional. I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess we'll do it. She's like, no, no, let's just see what our options are here. There's got to well, be that's, other. That's good that you had someone to at least pump the brakes. Yeah, to ground bit. me, yeah. right? Uh, and we got a surgery done yesterday. No, it Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, it was only twenty five hundred. Dang, what were they quoting you? I don't know. It was some specialist, orthopedic specialist for dogs. And the guy's like, dude, your dog's fine. Once I set this T-plate in the bones, the uh, they'll they'll heal. He's going to be fine. And I was like, oh, all right. He's like, the other bone isn't weight-bearing. It's just to help with twisting and turning. He'll be okay. So, and they, it was Tannisborn Vet something. It was over in, like, Beaverton. It wasn't like out of a back of an RV or something. No, okay. No, I would do it though. Not to, not for that cost though. I'd pay more than that. Um, but when we had called, they everywhere else it just seemed so cold and like like you're just quoting us to shop around, right? But they were actually really kind and like it felt good. Hmm. And then I talked to people at work who live over there and they actually have been there and oh. have only had really good experiences. So hmm. it all worked out. Now he has to be crated for six to eight weeks. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah, and Yikes. I have to baggy up his arm every time we go out to take him out and uh my foster son, that's his that's his buddy. Those two are bros. And he's just like he'll sit at the outside of the crate and just look at him and then open the crate and like try to touch him and Logan'll be like, Get out of here <laughs> and He's like, oh, okay. But I mean otherwise fa- fa- Father's Day was is busy. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get to chill as much as I wanted to chill, but I got to game Saturday night. That's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. It's a game, sleep in Sunday. I did that. I really don't know what else I did that day, but it was it was good. It and it was good. Um, real quick, you and I are going. Uh, we're having a throwback weekend to throwback. some adolescence times, bringing back our. Angst. Yeah, you gonna dye your hair like purple or something? No, but I, uh, Kylie was uh, talking about buying some Vans and writing uh, the lyrics to songs on the. I, I'm down. Rolls. I uh, was gonna. I was like, I was actually looking at some Converse and okay. thinking about doing that. Not a bad idea. Yeah. That could be cool. Mm-hmm. Do you have good handwriting? No. Maybe have someone else do it, or yeah. maybe it's more punk rock because you don't know how to write. Uh, I think it needs to be done by someone who can write. What do you want it to look pretty? I wanted to look legible. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> That'd be hilarious if you couldn't read the Ooh, lyrics. If, if you had a ly- if you had a Blink One Eighty Two lyric that you could put on shoes, what would you put? On shoes. Oh, by the way, we're going to go see Blink. Oh yeah, that's where we're going. Seattle we're going to see Blink One Eighty Two in Seattle on Sunday. Rad, thanks. Um, ooh, that's a hey, tough but it gets one. us an extra day off though. Do you have a, a lyric in mind? Um, I, there, I mean, there's a couple. There's a couple. Okay. I have one uh, from Ghost on the Dance Floor. Oh. Um, I think. I think I would go. Do, I think I would go something from from there. Let me. Uh, there's a lyric on there. Uh, is, is that what? Let me ask you real quick. What mm-hmm. is your favorite Blink One Eighty Two song? After Midnight. Oh, it is your favorite. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I was just curious because I was wondering if you would choose a lyric from that. Let me look up. I'm looking at my favorite song right now, and let me see if there's a lyric. Um, dude, I mean, all these lyrics are so good. I don't know. Uh, down, uh, I think tidal waves rip right through me. Yeah, something like that from Down. Tears from eyes worn cold and sad. Wake me up now. I need you so b- so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I I saw your ghost tonight. The moment felt so real. My eyes stay right on your eyes stay right on mine. Oh My yeah, would start to heal. Very good. That's a good one. Uh, I was just gonna read these ones. Uh, nothing left but scars clawed away at my heart. On a crumbling edge, watch me falling apart. Feel the birds of prey circle over our home. Vultures in the ash, separating skin from bone. Is that all you have? Is that all you have to say? Um. Oh, you're you're gonna go. Um. Is that all you have to say? Lying on the bedroom floor, hanging on the words that you said before. Whoa, whoa. No, no, oh, no heart to speak of. That yeah. is my number one favorite it's Blink One Eighty Two song. Even Tom DeLonge. I know. I know, trust me, I know. There is no blink. I vowed to never see blink with Matt ever again after I'd done it. But No Heart to Speak of is easily my favorite blink song. That's it's a great song. It is unmatched in Blink's catalog. Was that on nine? Yes. Mm. Which is uh, trust me, that is blasphemy in my own world. If if you were to power rank blink albums, I think nine's coming in somewhere near the bottom. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some good stuff on there. But it's not it's not self titled, it's not California, it's mm-hmm. it's just not the best. But still good. It's great. I know yeah. it's part I of the catalog. Listened, I love li- it. I've listened to it top to bottom and yeah. it's not a bad album. Yeah. It's just Me and Cheyenne have been listening to a lot of blink songs and then she's like, Can we listen to Dark Side? And I'm like, Ugh. Which I fucking hate that song. That might be one of my least favorite. Yeah. And I'm like, sure. And then we're listening to it. And she's like, are they going to play this song? I said, they fucking better not. I, I highly. <laughs> they they won't. Play, they they won't. haven't played anything from California or Nine. Uh, they played, what's it called? The 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 single on. Bored to Death? Yes. Oh, they did play Bored yes, to Death. Yes. They played oh, Bored you're to right. Death. They did do yep. that in Minnesota. Yep. yep. Yeah. And Tom sang it. So that I can, I can hang. I'm down with that. I think that's mm-hmm. cool. But if they play like that song, oh, fuck that. Anyways, we're going to Blink. It's going to be fun. I'm going to bring my GoPro. I'm going to film as much as I can. Uh, Are they going to let your GoPro into the... I don't know, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about hopefully... I haven't talked to you about this, but 
maybe we can, I don't know what time you're getting there. Maybe we could eat dinner beforehand sure. together as a group. Yeah. All of us together. I think that'd be fun to do. Yeah, absolutely. But I know it's also like your first like getaway. And I don't know if you're trying to romance and dance later. I don't know what your plan is. <laughs> I don't know if you're trying to preheat some ovens and shit. <laughs> well, I feel like that ship is, that one's already sailed. Oh, that's true. Get that baby some dimples. Anyways, so. <laughs> okay. I got to tell you this story. You've been alluding to this all day. <sighs> okay, so I'm. Uh, yesterday we took. Um, I'm just gonna call him K- King because that's what we call him. Okay. The foster son. Sure. So we take King to. We're going to the Dollar Tree to get some pool noodles. You have a pool? <sighs> no, but I've got projects that I need pool noodles for. Um, don't ask. Can't tell. Uh, which reminds me. Uh, when I get my surgery, I, I didn't tell you this. Uh, you made fun of me today for making a doo-doo joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> While simultaneously harking back to making fun of me for trying to stay awake during anesthesia. But I also do this. is like when the nurse asked me, like, what do you do? I first told her that I worked for the federal government. And then when she asked me, oh, wow, what do you do? I told her that I couldn't tell her. <laughs> <laughs> and did you leave it at that? No, I told oh, her okay. eventually. Because it's not as funny if you don't tell her, it's way funnier if you then do tell her where you mm, were. Yeah, it's the most ba- one of the most basic <laughs> agencies. So I would do that too. But anyway, so we, t- me, Jen, and King are walking to the dollar store. We get there, and we're walking back. And we- to walk to our neighborhood, we walk on the back side of what is Petco, the Dollar Tree, and Trader Joe's. And we're walking along the side of the building, heading towards the back of the buildings, and. We're coming up to where the parking lot ends, and there's a sleeper truck. Do you know what those semi-sleeper yep. trucks look mm-hmm. like? There's a sleeper truck there, and there's a woman in the window, and she's like got her window cracked, and there's this old man. He's probably s- late 60s, maybe, and he's screaming at the top of his lungs at the driver screaming i have a fucking family you're taking fucking food off my plate yeah and he's just screaming it over and over and over so he she's the driver yes i have no idea who he is and he's just on the ground he's on the ground yelling up at her in the window you need to go you're you're impacting my money just like screaming you're taking food from my family this affects my family is she minority i'm so glad you asked that jake i was gonna reveal that that reveal that at the end why do you ask that well it seems kind of on par that uh, because there's so much rhetoric about immigrants taking jobs Mm. she was black oh yes okay but that doesn't mean she's not immigrant. She could be right, from right, right. Somalia or something. Um, so she's a black woman and white man. I didn't bring up race, but I'm so glad you did because I thought that that played into it. And it pissed me off because I'm like, what the fuck is this dude yelling about? So we're walking towards them. And he's still screaming, still screaming, still screaming. I think he glances over his shoulder and sees me, my wife, with an infant walking towards this. He screams at her, screams at her, you're taking money from my family, or you're taking food from my family, this affects my family, this affects my family, and then he walks and gets into his car. Now, I cross the parking lot over by, uh, now I'm right next to the truck, and there's like this grassy knoll that, like, this hill that goes up to the street that uh, is right by mine. So then I'm up on the sidewalk, and I stop, and I turn around, and I'm going to watch this guy, 
I'm going to watch him. Sure. I want him to know. It does not sound like he's mentally stable. I'm. I Plus, I want him to know I'm watching. Sure. So he barks. He backs out of the spot, kind of does like a double turn, and then comes around to exit the parking lot on the back end, and he's going to end up driving right past me. So <laughs> I get out my phone, and I pretend to take a picture of his car. I want him to feel insecure. I want him to feel like maybe I fucked up. Now these people are taking pictures of me. In doing so, he sees me and now pulls up next to me. And I go, all right, here we go. And he can't figure out how to roll down the window. He's so fucking pissed. He's fidgeting trying to roll down the window and he can't do it. And I'm looking at Jen. I'm like, what is he doing? She's like, I think he's trying to roll down the window. Please tell me you made fun of him. He can't figure it out. Finally, he does. And he goes, hey, hey, do you agree with me? Do you think I'm wrong? I said, look, dude, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But what I do know is that behavior is embarrassing. I don't give a shit what was going on between you and that truck driver. That behavior and the way that you were acting in public is shameful. And you should be embarrassed. And he's like, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I shouldn't have acted like that. I shouldn't have acted like that. I go, okay. Did you ever get a reason why he did it? Oh, yeah. Listen. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. And he goes, well, the problem is, is this truck. Now, the truck was parked across four parking spaces. Mm. Okay. Okay. They're, and, but they're in the back of the stores. You know where everybody fights to park? So he, he's like, they're parked that way. And, and I own this complex. So he owns the complex. And now, because they're parked that way, diagonally, they're preventing customers from parking, and I'm losing business. I said, again, dude, not a valid reason for your behavior. Completely out of line. And then he goes, Dude, it was so good. Dude, it's so good. So, <laughs> it's going off. Is it, I wonder if this is something that routinely happens. Like, do they he, always park there? And, and I go, I go. consider this real quick, dude. So, you're pissed that the truck driver is taking business from you, right? Yeah. And I go, you do realize that they are solely responsible for bringing any product to any of these businesses that rent from you in this complex. You have no businesses without product. You have no product without truck drivers. Now, don't get me wrong. Fuck drivers. I hate truck drivers. I worked in trucking forever. I hate them all. But I'm not ignorant to how the system works. I worked in it. Also, don't be a piece of shit. Also, I don't think that there's no way in hell anybody was kept from shopping in that shopping center. Exactly. So then I say, and he goes, I get that. I get all that. I get that. And I'm like, do you? And he's like, yeah, but there's people that are, I said, listen, dude, if people want to park in your complex because they have business at Petco, they're going to figure out where to park. And he goes, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So one day if you ever own a business, it'll be a pretty unsuccessful business. Out of nowhere, dude, like a fucking ninja, Jen goes, yeah, your family must be real proud of you. Jake, he short-circuited. He went, I'm not exaggerating, Jake. His face was like, like, he was 
dying inside, dude. Like the uh, like the uh, the f- the farmer that had the alien inside him at the beginning <laughs> of uh, Men in Black. Yes, <laughs> I need sugar or water, dude. She came from out of nowhere with that haymaker. It was it was the pin in the grenade. She knew exactly how to fucking get him, and he was like, "They are taking money from me," and I'm like, again with the behavior, great. And he goes, "I already apologized for that," and I said, "Did you apologize to her?" He goes, I'm not fucking apologizing to her. And I said, real classy, dude. And then he just spat out. <laughs> oh, dude. Jen was like, I go, Jen, I cannot believe you fucking said that. That was, that was perfect. She's like, I knew it because I heard him yelling to that lady all about how you're taking, you're, you're affecting my family. You're affecting my family. Well, okay. If you, have, if you care so much about your family, what would they think about your behavior right now? And then Jen brought up all these points of like, you know, we've been dealing with a deregulated, uh, uh, a teenager who has the inability to regulate by herself, right? And we're working through that constantly. Every day we're dealing with dysregulation. Here's a grown ass man now acting like a dysregulated teenager. And I was completely, we were completely unfazed. (laughs) In fact, we got him to explode more. It was awesome. So, yeah, security had come. And they were talking to the driver, and now she was out of the truck. So I walked back down there, and I was like, hey, are you all right? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, that guy, because they were watching him now and then yell at me through mm. his truck. And I was like, that guy is obviously. Wait, security of the complex that that guy owns? Yes. Yes. So uh, I was like, I just wanted to see if you were good. Uh, I said, I know that you might be on break or you have certain, you're out of hours or whatever, so you need somewhere to sleep. And the last thing you need to be dealing with is someone fucking with you like that. I don't care if he thinks he's the owner or what. And the guy's like, the security's like, what's going on? I'm like, that guy says he's the owner, blah, blah, blah. Jen had his license plate. We gave, gave him all this information. What kind of car was he driving? Uh, like a Ford Expedition, black Ford Expedition. That's another thing I said. I was like, you know what, dude? You're right. You got all the money, so you're all set. You can fucking treat anybody however you want, right? And then, mm. like, I was just, dude, I was going out. <laughs> just cool as a cucumber. And uh, she was like, yeah, he just came out of nowhere and just started screaming at me because I was parked that way. And, like, I literally just brought freight to them. And I was on my break. And I was going to go grab food over at Mod Pizza or whatever. And the security guy was like, look, you're in a commercial vehicle. You have every right to be parked back here. That's where the commercial vehicles park. I don't know if he's the owner. I don't know what the hell he's thinking. So what we're doing is my dispatch is sending more people out because I've seen him driving around and harassing people. So now I'm, I don't give a shit if he's the owner. If he comes back, we're going to have a problem. Cool. Yeah. Wasn't that awesome? I wonder if that guy was even the owner. I don't know. I, I tried to look it up. I, I don't. I, there's a name of that complex, and I don't know it. So then I was trying to find that, and then I was trying to find out like who it's owns this complex. Got to be some sort of property management group. Dude, I want to know. I want to know so bad. And then I'll just send all these Karen emails out. Mm. Oh, dude, my war is not over with this old piece of shit. Mm. What do you think about that? What are your thoughts on that? I don't know. I wouldn't have done anywhere close to what you would have done. <laughs> There's what no way. Mean? I mean, there's no way I would have. Uh, I know you didn't do anything wrong. That's okay, not what I'm okay. saying. I just would not have. I would not have had the ability to um, to get involved like that. Yeah. So I would have just probably just um, kept moving. I don't know why he was doing it. You asked about race, and I think I can't make that. I don't. I getting this whole story. I actually, it's probably not race driven. Although it probably didn't help. Mm-hmm. Because this guy seems just like a complete tool. Yeah. 
he's probably going to he was probably going to yell at anybody yeah. who was parked there unless it was like a, a guy he thought could beat the shit out of him yeah but anybody he felt in, uh, superior to mm-hmm. there he, you go he was probably going to uh yeah well and he thought that we were on his side and i think he was kind of surprised when we weren't what's so funny is like he is he didn't there's no way you could have had the context he just assumed that yeah you would just that's i crazy. agreed with him yeah hey that's, you agree with me right no, you're <laughs> acting like a psychopath in the back of a parking lot. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, that guy's got some other shit going on in his life. Like, Clearly. Guarantee you. That, guy, uh, that guy's a douche. And, yeah. Um, I'm glad he left. I'm, I'm glad you showed up when you did, because who knows how long that guy would have kept yeah. going. Yeah. Well, she was like, I didn't feel safe. I don't have any weapons or anything to protect myself. In yeah, there. they're not allowed. Like, truck drivers aren't allowed to have that kind of stuff, I think, right? I think guns are more specifically guns because crossing state lines mm-hmm. and stuff, but. I'm sure there are other means, but I mean, you don't know what this psycho has that is now yelling. Well, that's the thing. That's you. the thing that I would be afraid of too. Is like I thought about it later, dude. I thought dude, about you just it later. can't. There's, there's, there. Th- that's always a question. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought about it later, but if you're gonna pull over and ask me my opinion, I'll give it to you. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. I thought it was a funny interaction. I thought Jen's like. Like below, just it just melted that man. He he short circuited. He couldn't handle it. He was just like, holy shit! Like it it, it was a gut punch for him because he's got such pride in taking care of his family. If you own a business one day, it'll fail. You know what? I've been doing a podcast for five years, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Okay, tell me about this submarine, dude, because there's people who want us to talk about it. I've dabbled a little. I have someone on your side sending me all these conspiracies, which she fucking knows I love conspiracies and that you you are not giving any time of day to these conspiracies. I give no time of day to any conspiracy. But when I see these videos, I'm like, holy shit, it's all an inside job. Yeah, Pat McAfee was saying, like, oh, they probably... Uh, they probably staged all of this so they could get like completely reconstructive face surgery and then go live tax free somewhere else oh, because they're all billionaires. And that know. makes sense, dude. That's probably what happened. Except they just like found it and it's all blown apart. They, did they find it? Well, they found a whole debris trail. A whole debris trail. So you had mentioned on lunch that they had found some debris, which I thought like, oh, I don't know what happened. They found parts that if it. The submarine was intact. It wouldn't be missing these parts. Oh, okay. Like uh, the p- parts from the RV store. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the discount, like the discount pipes that they were using. Dude, when you were telling me that, I was like, "There's no fucking way." Like he's he's, it's hyperbole. It's not actually like Home Depot parts, but it definitely was. Yes, they. <laughs> it was like a major concern. They yeah. literally were, were like just slap shit together. And it's insane, dude. The dude. most the most frustrating thing is so this, this group of people were going down to look at the Titanic. Yes, but there's no window on this tube. That it's not a submarine. Me, it's a tube. It's a tube. It's a it's a butt plug with a TV inside and a little bucket to shit in, dude. I could not believe that you told me they were watching their exploration through a TV screen from on the inside of the tube. Basically the exact same thing that uh, the old lady from Titanic did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing. From the safety of the surface. Exactly. 
I can't believe that. Like if you're gonna, if you are the billionaire, yeah. right? Why don't you just go do what James Cameron did? Build yourself your own little submersible mm-hmm. that actually has like a viewing window and go down and view the Titanic. Mm. You've got that money. Yeah. Why are you paying these jokers? Who built it? Two hundred and fifty thousand. A private company. Oh. And they supposedly, um, they supposedly, uh. Uh, contracted with NASA to help design the the tube. Okay. That but could only be open this, from the, the inside? They could only be open from the outside. Oh, okay. Oh, my there God. There were 17 screws that allowed it to be open from the they top. They screwed it shut? Yeah. That doesn't seem safe. Dude, none of it seems safe. <laughs> it makes... No sense. What about using the video game controller to drive it? Yeah, that's the other thing. That's genius. It's like just a Logitech. I love that. I'm not mad at that. That's probably my favorite part. But that's, that's my favorite part. Except for get the, like the a, only communication with the sub is if the host, uh, if the host uh, uh, ship yeah. was directly above it. And I, so I, anytime it moved out from underneath it, you would lose. Common communication in um in like in a moving surface, in the ocean at twelve thousand <laughs> feet deep. <laughs> Who, you know what? All these rich people just think they're smart as shit. Build a dick and go to sky, like go to the space, like what's his name? Oh, uh, um, Elon Bezos. No, uh, Bezos. Yeah. yeah. I mean, build yeah, a long yeah, shiny shaft put, yeah, and, yeah and then put a cowboy hat on and ride that dick to the i mean stars. he literally looked like dr evil dude oh my god <laughs> those guys man they suck what i'm glad two of them are gonna go beat the shit out of each other in you the wouldn't ring. do that huh if you had all the money to explore anything what would it be besides your sexuality well, <laughs> taking my sexuality off of the table, Shit, there's nothing. To, I'm gonna have to really scroll down on my list. Here. Yeah, yeah. The uh, that was the first five <laughs> answers. <laughs> uh, the I think I would probably. I mean, I'm not saying you have to go there, but if you had like the money that these people did mm-hmm. and if you were to be I able would to invest in a gigantic ass telescope oh okay I, I could have guessed that yeah I could, but what about the ocean dude the oceans I, are wild I don't find the ocean that exciting because dude there no matter how much technology you have mm-hmm. there really is no way for us to explore down there that's amazing so what are you gonna do? You're gonna put yourself in a tube, invest and, go to and the, develop, and go to the bottom, and then be like, "It's dark down here." What if there's like giant creatures, like Godzilla? There isn't. You don't know that. There's nothing down there that could support enough life. Like, what on earth would Megalodon? Because mm-hmm. there's this whole conspiracy that Megalodon still lives in the Marianas Trench, okay, in the Pacific Ocean, okay. There is nothing mm-hmm. that the megalodon, a mm-hmm. thirty foot, a, a, something that lived during the Jurassic period, okay. a thirty foot shark. Mm-hmm. That's a big shark. <laughs> there's no way it could it could survive a like a population that could reproduce and stay like viable. Yeah, could live that far down because there's nothing to there's not enough food to feed on. So it's just there's nothing really down there. There are things down there. There are things down there, but yeah. it's just like 
I don't know. I feel like looking up is much better than looking down. Then it's the right water. there, dude. That's your home field. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. That's you. That's you as a Jets their, fan to looking their, to the stars. To each their own, I will let any... I'll <laughs> You'll let, the, let I'll, I'll let the other billionaire <laughs> take... The other billionaire take the exploration of the deep blue sea. Mm. And I'm going to build my star... My stargazer. Sleepy boy, drink your caffeine. <sighs> my stargazer <laughs> and look up and... Um, Sketch things. Maybe mm. I'll maybe I'll uh, you know discover a new planet and name it whatever I want. Have you seen Contact? Probably not. Go with Uranus. Watch though. Contact. Contact with Jodie Foster. Remember? Oh yeah, her Jim. other number one hit, Helen Twister. Hunt. Helen Hunt. <laughs> uh, Contact was good, but it's looking to the stars. And I, you know I love space, dude. But it's wild to me that right it's right there, and we don't know shit about it. No, I mean they just discovered a new like scientists just discovered a new frog in the jungle of Madagascar. That's wild. That's Don't cool. you think? That is cool. Are there still uncontacted people? I don't think so. I think there are people who isolated? are super isolated yeah. and have only we've had minimal contact mm-hmm. with, but I think we kind of know where like majority of all of the populations are. Yeah, but do they know about us? I think the closest thing is Sentinel Island off of Sri Lanka. I have no idea. That's why I'm asking. Well, like I'll look into it. India has net doesn't let anybody go there. Okay. Because they literally will just murder anybody who comes onto the island with their sticks. They, That's pretty tight. Um. Yeah, and it's like complete contact is any contact is forbidden by this Sri Lanka. And they're just self sustaining on the island. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. It's the Sentinel, Sentinel Island, Sentinelese. That's freaking rad. Yeah, look it up. See, that's what I'm talking about. I'm going to spend millions to go there. Do you know that there's an island off of Argentina called Snake Island, and it has like more snakes no. per, like, per foot than like Beijing has people? How do you know that? I, Where'd you read that? I read that on Geographic. Not like square feet. Like <laughs> their population, their population, the population yeah. of snakes on this island is like insane. Mm. And it's just literally the entire island is covered in snakes. What's that island called? Snake Island? I think it's just called Snake it's Island. Real original Argentina. Jesus. I'm sure it has some sort of actual name, but. Wow, dude. I would love. See, I think that's so interesting. This That's stuff I love. So if you were a billionaire, would you go put yourself on a snake proof suit and go walk through Snake Island? No. I'm. If I'm a billionaire, I'm not risking it for the biscuit for nothing, dude. I'm building some robot ass legs so I can play basketball forever. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Anyway, I think we can both agree that putting ourselves into a tube that somebody else has built to yeah. go look at the Titanic at 12,000 feet on, in, in the Atlantic Ocean through a TV screen is not something that we should probably do. you care do. about the Titanic? No. Yeah, me neither. Except for now I know, know about all these conspiracies regarding its sinking. So now I might be real into the Titanic. What, so that anybody who goes near it? No, no, a, I don't give shit about meets that. It's a watery grave. <laughs> no, no, there's like some conspiracy about uh, <laughs> something like a Scooby Doo. I've been watching like, hell of Scooby Doo lately. Dude, the original Scooby Doo, like episode one, season dude, one. Shit's legit. It's not bad. Some of the animation is like pretty. I get like I can see where they're trying to save money with some mm-hmm. of these uh, these choices. But me and uh, King have been watching it a bunch. I love Scooby Doo. He's into it, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's that bad. I mean, we watch we watch enough Sesame Street. We can uh, offset with some Scooby Doo. But 
It's pretty good, dude. Scooby-Doo's not bad. I like Scooby-Doo. Um, anything else you have to say for this week? I mean, um, just kind of one last thing, yeah. I guess. Shit's moving along with the Trump. Uh, with the, with what, the, what, the what's Trump, moving along? With the Trump, Trump case. What uh, is it? What's trial? moving along? The trial. What does that mean? Well, um, basically, uh, the prosecutor, the special counsel, yeah. the prosecutor, is moving forward, trying a, to get as speedy of a trial as possible. Okay. To get a speedy of they, trial or speed to starting the trial? Well, both. Okay. Because I think they uh, they know Trump's... Games. His 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 long term his long time go to move in the courts is delay and delay and delay mm-hmm, and delay mm-hmm, and drag mm-hmm. it all the way out. Are they and entirely they, they're prepared? Not, they're not. Yeah, they are. They've already. They're basically allowing anything that any sort of motion that Trump the Trump legal team puts out saying we want this to be a rule in the trial. Yeah, and they're like, okay. They've already turned over wow. all of the evidence. All the evidence to the Trump team, so there's not going to be any delays in terms wow. of. And basically, that just points to the fact that we know you're, <laughs> we got you fucking nailed, bro, dude. If they are just saying sure, they know they've got him mm-hmm. dead to rights. That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Dude, what a wild ass time! What the fuck is this timeline we're living in with pandemics and World Trade Centers and crazy ass presidents? I don't know, man. Uh, like, hit the reset button, please. <laughs> Just give me something nice. Uh, what did you think when I told you that me and Cheyenne were talking about Hobbs and Locke? I I don't know. Yes, you do. What? I don't know. Let me, let me get your judgy opinion. <laughs> Why do you think I got a judgy Cause opinion? Because I know that you, you're like, the fucking Jeff doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> no, you're like, just Hobbs, Hobbs is my thing. So I know. It like, it was just like, all right, well, what were they talking about? That's why I asked comprehensive. Like, well, what were you talking? I was curious about what you were talking about. Yeah, we were talking about the state of nature. And then you sent me, literally, when I asked comprehensive... <laughs> You're such an ass. I didn't realize this until later that you sent me the uh, Oxford archaic dictionary, the archaic definition, not even the current definition, the archaic definition of the word comprehensive. Wait, how did you know? Did you look it up? I Googled it. <laughs> That's amazing. And then and the second I Googled it, I was like, that fucking ass. So then I sent. So then I sent back. That's when I sent back to you. I want it on the record that I know the turn. I know the definition of comprehensive. And then what did I do? You just said stricken from the record. <laughs> God, you're such a dick. Um, no, I, I was honest. It started out as just curiosity. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. said comprehensive. I was like, well, damn. Like, how deep did they go? No, did they, not that did deep. They, did they go and pull out Leviathan? Like, what I did mean, they... she did read about the Leviathan. Really? But she didn't read the Le- Leviathan. I'll show okay. you the. Well, there's plan. no nobody's reading Leviathan. It's yeah, literally yeah. written in Old English. Yeah. She. Um, no, I did this. The you know, I said she her punishment for not doing well in history is to now do history for a little while during the summer, and it was talking about um, why government. Mm. And so it was the sure. lesson plan. And then it was just comparing That's those cool. two. And tr- I promise. And I'm not, this is just stroking your ego so you don't feel so bad about me giving you the definition of comprehensive. <laughs> but the whole time I thought, like, Jake would be doing a much better job at explaining I'll this. Oh, stop that. If, you, if it's literally just like, I mean, 
she did a reading on yeah. both people. Uh-huh. And then there's a worksheet where she has to kind of compare how each might approach certain things sure. about governance. That's super cool. Yeah. It was good. Uh, dude, I'm honestly very proud at like, uh, uh, how is she? Okay. I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm implying like she got an F in history. She got a C and that annoys the shit out of me. Plus. No. Oh. No. She had down. a D plus that got bumped to a C. Oh yes, she stop giving her credit, dude. I thought it, I thought you the last time we talked, I thought she had a C plus. No, did not have a C plus. Okay. I think she had a C plus and something else. I got bumped to B, but mm. genuinely impressed with her. Like we're having like she's reading it, she's learning it and applying it, and then I'll talk to her about it, and she's like having this conversation. And Jen was like, I just need to interrupt real quick and say that there's no way that I would be able to hang in this conversation as well as this 14 year old is. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, I'm aware like she's doing really good, but I just wish she would apply that, that knowledge and that skill in school. And and maybe, maybe, you know what? It's probably a bad teacher. What it is. (laughs) I mean, that, I mean, that very well could be. Yeah. Or maybe she Um, enjoys learning from dad. Yeah. Right. I think, I think that's absolutely the case. And yeah. I think it's easier when you're one-on-one with someone and they, you can, and especially in an mm. environment where you can ask clarification questions. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you how many times in class where I was like, the teacher would talk about some concept and I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't understand how that relates. And then I'm like, so then I would like, I would write it down and then think about it obsessively until I was able to like, Maybe, and I was never even mm. confident about it that I was able to make a connection and understand meaning. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I get it. Like I can absolutely. That's a imagine. great point. I think that's probably more more of what it is: is feeling the confidence to ask questions mm-hmm. and then develop more ideas from those questions. Sure. And then when I mean, you have the ability to sit down with someone you know, like your dad, yeah. and they you can have those conversations and be like, "Oh, clarif- clarifications. This is like." Oh what oh what does that actually mean? Oh mm. I don't actually oh I don't oh I don't get that. Can you explain it to me in a different way. Like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff doesn't happen in a classroom of 25 kids. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah, yeah. of course she's going to ha- I mean it's good that you she has you as a dad to be able to I like, love that navigate shit. through I that love stuff. talking so, about it. Especially when you when yeah, you have you have a dad who gets excited about those yeah, kind of topics. Yeah. Like that's completely different. Don't like, come at me with math and shit. I'm not. Uh, who I was cares just thinking about, about numbers. I was just thinking about some uh, kind of what you said real quick. I had a question. Uh, is there anything that you were like, you kind of alluded to like not understanding something. Is there anything that like you're looking back on or you can look back on and go, that was the hardest concept for me to grasp. And like, it took me probably way longer than it should have for me to figure that I have something. Mm-hmm. So if you don't, uh, you can think about it, but is there anything that you're like, I struggled with that. You go, I will. Um... Mine was cognitive dissonance. Oh, Okay. Yeah, like I remember, I, I the first time I had ever heard it was in African American literature, mm. and he was t- he was just using the term all the time, all the time, all the time. And then I think maybe once he defined it, and I'm like, what does this mean? And I had I did not get it. I remember I watched like YouTube videos on trying to explain it, and I'm mm. like, I don't know if I get this. <laughs> so now okay. that I do. Dude, I'd be dropping that term all the time. Cognitive dissonance. <laughs> it's like, you know what well, you know what I know? Cognitive dissonance. That's <laughs> hey, something I know when about. You know it, say it proudly. That's right. Uh you weren't expecting me to be that quick. Probably Oh man. 
I would probably say the har- like the one that took like the hardest for me to get mm-hmm. would would have been um the uh race like race as a construct. Mm, okay. Like a social construct yeah. developed by mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's tough. Because I think it, it it was hard for me to really like I don't think it was until I took multiple history courses that mm. were talking about the development of race as a as a social construct, and I'd be like, I don't understand, like how it yeah. how it had, I didn't really get how the concept of race could be viewed drastically different mm-hmm. than it is today because we are so tied to biological definitions of race, mm-hmm. your skin tone. Oh, okay. Whereas yeah, yeah, yeah. like race before yes. European expansion, race was more tied to economic status mm. than it was color of your skin. Like right. you could be Which is social. You could be a black person in the Roman Empire mm-hmm. and not experience the the type of subjugation mm-hmm. that we would think of today. You could be a black person and, and be a slave in the Roman Empire, mm-hmm. but you weren't a slave because you were black. You oh, were a slave yeah, because yeah. of your economic status. Right. Eventually economic status and race are still tied mm-hmm. but because black became associated with slave mm-hmm. that event over time that eventually warped to making biological characteristics determinant on race mm. more so than um well more so than economic uh more, more so than economics right. and class like uh, class became secondary to race formation more mm-hmm. so than biology than uh, in biology, yeah, and so that that took me a long time to really. I mean, even the, even your explanation there, I can see how the 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 constant development of the concept of race through time, and what defined race, whether economic mm-hmm. standing or biological, it's like okay, I have a grasp on this. It was based on uh, economic. Yeah, it standing. took me two taking the same class with Doctor Peabody twice. <laughs> <laughs> for me to finally kind of understand right it. right i mean it sounds her like you got Euro- a great grasp her european expansion overseas class mm-hmm. because i failed it the first time because i had a whole like mental breakdown yeah. during that semester and i that's the one class that got away from me i retook it a year later mm-hmm. uh and then got an a and then uh but it was like probably three quarters of the way through my second time with this class mm-hmm. that i was like Oh, okay. I understand ah, it. Now. I, get I love it. that. I love so. that moment of like, gotcha. Uh, before we go, I just wanted to thank everyone for always listening, always sharing, and give a shout out to the little homie Blake for always listening. And Was that his name? We met yeah, him today. Yeah. Now that he's uh, he's listening, he's listening hard. He's so. got his keychain, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, I like how he just came in. and He just sat down right next to us. Yeah, what dude. A homie. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, we haven't put you to sleep, but you can go to sleep now. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're a sleep aid. Yeah, we're going to work on a new app or at least hide behind a paywall. ASMR by Jake and Jeff. Put your ass to sleep. Bye.